listening to music, like listening to the radio, and then he looks at the piano and just starts playing it. And like his mom is like looking around, like, "What the heck? Like, we have some. Like, oh my gosh, my son's like a musical prodigy." Yeah. And then out of nowhere, little Alan starts singing, and then the mom and grandma start singing. Me and her look at each other like, "Oh no, is this a musical?" And then I like she's Maybe they're just trying to show that he like had a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the whole, it just kept like time. each yeah. scene right, first, ended with was, like a song. I was that way too. Like I was like, this isn't gonna be good, but I was okay with it. I yeah. just you have to accept it. You have to accept yeah, the we, fact that it's like a musical style. It's yeah. not like yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I think if that's what we messed up because we were comparing we were comparing it to Bohemian. Yeah, yeah. yeah we thought it was and just yeah. you just don't so need to. Awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And that storyline's good, yeah. And that is our review of the film Rocket Man. <laughs> Let's start the show. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me stand in the light. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Underpaid and Overrated. I am Noah Hiles. I'm Michael Gore. And I'm Tony Harpel. And your St. Louis Bruins are the Stanley Cup champions. Are the Stanley Cup champions? I even botched that. I said St. Louis Bruins. (laughs) I I, Bruins, Blues. It's the Bruins. They're the Bruins. Yeah, uh, they're all bruised up. Did you guys not read your script? Did you guys not watch the game? Did you not watch the game? We didn't because we're recording this right now at 11.25. And I genuinely thought the Denver Broncos won. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they could have. Um... I don't know why this reminded me of uh, you just saying Denver Broncos triggered this memory. Did you watch South Park as a kid? I didn't. Did you? Yeah. Did you see the South Park episode where uh, Stan has to coach the Little League hockey team and... Like it's like his punishment or something, and they go to like the championship, and they have to play the Detroit Red Wings, and like they just get crushed. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. Oh, it's an it's an all time. It's a really good one. It kind of like makes fun of the Mighty Ducks, but then like at the end, like it's like oh the team they couldn't play in the state championship didn't show up, so they get to play the Red Wings, and you think it's gonna be this magic moment for these kids, and the Red Wings just like beat the shit out of them. <laughs> like they like check these little kids and like shoot the puck into their faces and stuff. It's very funny. Well, if I would have a prediction of tonight's game, so I know well, it already watch. happened. So yeah, we're gonna react. Right. Oh yeah, so the flying V to score the game winner, knuckle puck. Yeah, I mean that was what crazy by mm-hmm. Chara. Yeah, with a broken Ooh, jaw Chara. to do a knuckle puck. After using the flying Is V to get down the ice. Mighty Ducks 2 better than Mighty Ducks 1, no? Yes? yes. Thoughts? Yes. Mighty I'm Ducks 2 is one with... How? Wow. How? Wait, Mighty Ducks 2 is with uh, <laughs> Iceland. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, Team Iceland. Yeah, yeah, they're in California. That plot was probably a lot worse uh, overall, yeah. I thought. But, like, I just loved much the... Much better movie. Much, just more iconic yeah. scenes. The jerseys? The j- yeah, and then Charlie gives up his jersey for yeah. a kid that he just met three days ago. It's like, uh, you're better than me. What's his, uh, what's man, the kid's name who, uh, his, uh, his wrist gets slashed? Oh, Bates. Bates, yeah. yeah. And, like, when he's standing there with his hockey stick and he's, like, trying to... Trying, yeah. yeah. Gotta what, grit what it out. Alright, so, we're gonna give our reactions to both teams winning, because one of them will. Uh, we'll start with the favorite Boston Bruins, so if the Bruins won the cup... Be sure to pay attention to this review, 
Uh, if they lose, just fast forward a couple minutes and we'll talk about the St. Louis Blues. So this is our Bruins review starting now. Another wow. championship for Boston. I know. Can Annoying, you believe it? Man. I mean, so well, you know, I mean, David Ortiz was there. Uh, the video, rolled, I mean. They rolled him out on the ice in a wheelchair, and the place went nuts. Yeah. And the Boston Bruins scored. I mean, when you score five goals in the first two minutes. Okay, Gar. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Tugarask, best player this whole playoff. Very underrated, this they, whole playoff. They put the puck in deep. They yeah. got a lot of shots on net. They yeah. cycled it well. They skated well. What other general terms? Cause, oh, special teams were great. Yeah. Uh, a lot of odd man rushes. They did a really good job of creating opportunities Blues on the break. stay out of the box. It, you know, and yeah. you can't, and they, they say the first team to score in a game seven has like, it's like a 70% chance to win. You get that early goal at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. And Brad Marchand just doesn't go away. He doesn't. That pass, he, that it, pass. Zidane Chara grips through guy, it. Yeah. Zidane Char with the broken jaw, mm-hmm. his speech through that sealed mouth of his, beautiful. Brought a tear to so, my eye. Yeah. How many cups is this uh, within this generation? Like two. The, is this two for Yeah, them? They, okay. they they went to uh, the one in 13 and lost. lost. One in 2011. Uh, yes, so that's two. Not a dynasty, no. as far as I'm concerned. No. Like I don't consider the Steelers of our childhood a dynasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went to three championships. They won two. I think you got to win three to be a dynasty. Yep. Um yeah. And so, yeah, like the Penguins weren't a dynasty until right. they went the back to back. So yeah. there we go. Uh, they still were not. A, I would not call them a dynasty. I would that that core that core ten straight playoff really? runs and that so you just said it three. Is but a no, but not. three four trips in ten years, three championships in ten years. When it's with oh, the, the same core, oh, the core. Yeah. If you're, okay, I thought you were just talking about sixteen and seventeen. No, no. no. Like okay. I would say, a dynasty is. Through um, your entire core's history. Yeah, there's a decent and that, amount of when players. There's, that when there's four or five like players that five. stick together, yeah. that's that's Fair nasty. Yeah, All right. So congrats to the Bruins. Now here's our St. Louis Blues championship recap. Three, two, one. What a story. Thank God. Story. Thank yeah. God it's well, not Boston. I'm really pulling for them. Well, David Ortiz wasn't there. They say the Blues opened up five goals in the first three minutes. <laughs> they say that the first goal in the Stanley Cup, 80% chance, 70% chance, if yeah. you get that first goal, yeah. you're going to win. Yeah. You see what happens. They get that goal on the road. They take the crowd out of it. Mm-hmm. What a win. What a story. And Brad Marchand just can't stay out of the box. Yeah. I mean, how how immature are you being a veteran, being a guy that's won a cup? You need to know how to act in, in this game when you're, I get that like part of his game and his value is to be a pest and to get in the other team's head. Mm-hmm. But when you're not on the ice, you're hurting your team in multiple ways. You're putting them at a disadvantage, and you're taking your skilled ability away from the Bruins, and it cost them. It cost them a yeah. championship. Yeah. My, big, my biggest thing was Chara was wide open the entire game. If you watched him on the ice, and he couldn't call for the puck, nope, because it had a broken jaw. I know exactly. Talk. Yeah, couldn't talk to the refs because usually the captains go after talk to the refs. Right, and Ama- he couldn't communicate right. with them. It's amazing how the good good the Bruins claim to be. They didn't see him. He you was know, hanging out by the goal. You know, it was time. dark. Is I knew the I knew the Blues had it wrapped up He's when like they eight feet tall. they went live to David Ortiz in the hospital and he was just sleeping. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, that's not a good sign. That's for not the a good sign. He's <laughs> drinking through a straw. Yeah. It, uh, him I, and his wife are fighting. I'm happy for the Blues. It sucked the life out of Boston. Is this, really is this gonna hurt the the Blues Cup win because uh, Game Six 
or was it Game Five? Game Five, the controversy. Yeah, the controversial no. trip, and then no. Game Seven. Every championship, the controversial hit in the back. Every every championship team oh, gets a back. break. Mm-hmm. Every championship team. You look at all the Patriots runs; they've got breaks. The Boston Red Sox, this past World Series run, they had the break in Houston. Every championship team. The Penguins got a break uh, with the offsides call against Tampa, mm-hmm. and True. they had a goal, oh, I believe. P.K. Subban's goal got the first goal in the Stanley Cup in 2017, got overturned as well. Every championship team gets a break. I don't want to hear that. The Blues won the Stanley Cup fair and square. It's their championship. Congratulations to the city of St. Louis. You guys earned it. Party hard. Go burn some couches. Yes, or burn the arch. Uh, Actually, don't burn anything. (laughs) You guys have had enough. What's the phrase they used to have? Take note? That was their Twitter thing. Take note. Oh, yeah. Take note? Yeah, you get that? I get that. The Blues. Oh, I like yeah. okay. I like that. Guys. Okay, watch out. Here come the Blues. And congrats Start to uh, Oscar Sundquist. The and um, David <laughs> isn't Dave Perron still on that team? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, playing good too. They playing both. Well, they both. Well well. They both won the Conn Smythe. Both of them. Wow. Yes, yeah. they shared First time. it. That's, wow. Yes. And uh, and which is surprising because Bennington would get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. On a serious note, I think the winning team's goalie is. It's gonna, yeah, it yeah. has to be. Who else? Yeah. I can't think. I couldn't even think of Marshan maybe. Yeah, see, I don't know the point totals for everyone. I feel like Krug's played pretty well for but, Boston, yeah, but I don't know. but a Con Smythe. But Ryan O'Reilly. It's, it's definitely Rask for Boston. Yeah, yeah I think okay. Boston's Rask. We don't need to look it up because uh, we have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. But so those are our recaps. Let's get into something that uh, we actually do know what happened and uh, will be taking place in Game Six. When you on the day this comes out, which is Thursday tomorrow, Game Six of the NBA Finals. We're going to recap Game Five. A lot to get into. I think honestly, this is probably one of the best basketball games of our lifetime. One of the this will go down, and it's crazy because when you think of like all time classic games, you think of a Game Six, you think of a Game Seven, stuff that brings an end to a series. Uh, but this one pretty much sparked the series. It looked to be over, and this kind of brought it back to life. Starts with Kevin Durant. Tried to play. Yeah. Looked incredible for the first quarter. And this you just saw it. You're like, this is this is what the Warriors were missing. And he couldn't miss and he was playing great and then the injury goes down. Um before we go goes any further. Viral. Yeah, it goes viral. A lot to get into with the injury, but first off, you guys don't have a problem. Like I, I can't stand that people are pissed over this guy playing, no. like blaming the Warriors, saying he was pressured by Twitter or the franchise or something. There's a grown-ass man mm-hmm. uh, who will do whatever he wants, and he should. And as an athlete, as a competitor, you should want to be out there. I know what you're looking up right now, Tony, and uh, it, it's a very valid point that yeah. Richard Sherman said. Uh, I'm trying to find you're it. You're trying to find it. But, Gar, what are your thoughts yeah, on Yeah, I'm this? fine with it. I think, uh, yeah, you want, if you want to play and you're healthy enough, then go for it. I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. If you're cleared, you're cleared. Yeah, exactly. And, okay, so, I'm oh, sorry. And, yeah. Well, no, and I don't think anyone knew he was going to get injured again, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't expect that. And when you're down 3-1 and you're playing desperate, uh, I think you have to. So Yeah, at that that's the perfect point right there. I mean, it was elimination game. He knows he's the best player on his team. He knows he can decide a game, and they needed him. And I and uh, Richard Sherman, who's a safety for the Forty Niners cor- corner, corner, sorry, corner for the Forty ers He tweeted after the game and said that it really frustrates me listening to current and former players act like anyone could have kept KD from playing last night. 
every single athlete worth their weight dreams of playing in a championship game of their sport, and most of us are making that same decision. Um, and he's right. There's guys in the NFL come Super Bowl time that should not be playing in that game, but they know that they might not ever get to this game again, and uh, they just take the chance. And I think that's what KD did. KD probably will get to the finals again, but that's not for certain. Uh, I don't know. If he's, if he's like, on the Knicks or something. Yeah. Maybe not. But, I, I just, but he's got his title, and that's his important. Yeah, thing. but yeah. I, I also think, like, what everyone just, like, doesn't, put it into perspective like this is a finals game this was a finals elimination yes, game that's exactly it and everyone I, I mean he's not the first player to try to play hurt and and get injured again yeah like i get that like he's a top 10 athlete in the world right now mm-hmm. and it's a big name but the nba i'm sorry and this, this is going to come off very yinzer like uh, you know but like the nba can be so fucking soft sometimes with how they react to certain things. And this is one of them. Like, oh, you forced him into it. You made him play. Fuck you no, guys. You the dude has been playing basketball. Um, this kind of reminds me with Zion. Remember when Zion got hurt and everyone's saying, don't, don't yeah, play. Don't, don't come back. But dude, and I, I forget who brought this up, but someone said, basketball players, ball is life. There is no Le'Veon Bell sitting out. Like, it's not like football players where, like, you play a certain amount of games a year and that's it. You might do some seven-on-seven here and there, blah, blah, blah. Basketball players, even in the offseason, they're hooping. They're playing five-on-five at a gym somewhere with their friends. They're getting better. They're playing basketball. You play basketball every day when you're a basketball player. Kevin Durant is born to play basketball. He wants to play basketball. He, He wants to try to get his legacy better. He just wants to play. And this is no different than, I mean, if Chara got hit in the jaw again by a puck. Would people be bitching and moaning then in hockey? Yeah, exactly. No, it wouldn't. They wouldn't. And it's just dumb that people are making such a big deal. It does suck for KD. I don't think this hurts his value at all. The dude's going to get a max deal his, still. His Achilles could be He might be out for the whole ruptured. year, though. It does not matter. Every team, the Knicks are going to offer him a super max. So are many other teams. And Golden State will probably try to keep him around. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it sucks that the guy... It sucks that... We as fans won't get to see him play next year if the injury is as bad as what they're saying. Uh, and it sucks for him that he won't get to play. But he's still going to get paid. Yeah. He is. He actually probably gained more popularity through this. Yes. And, uh, like, he's, I mean... We saw a G, the GM for the Warriors cried over this yeah. man. And it, not just cried, like, behind the scenes... In the press room, in front of people, like, which, about this guy, which I'm not saying, like... It was like, kind of unprofessional. It was, but, but, like, that was... Shows you how much they cared for KD when the story before this game was, like, the Warriors were, like, really pissed off that KD's, like, not even coming back. When that that was just all media specula- speculation, when this guy is, like, one of the most respected players on this in this organization. And uh, I think I, I heard a point yesterday... Like, his doc, it's not, like, if they were saying, like, Golden State's doctors, like, said that he was ready to play, but he really wasn't, just so he would play, he has his own doctors, and Kawhi, last year, yeah, I was gonna the say, same situation like, happened, where Kawhi's doctors were like, you're not ready, Spurs doctors were saying he was, so Kawhi said, screw it, I'm not ready, and he didn't play. KD could have done the same exact thing, I guarantee you, if his doctor said, you're not ready, he wouldn't have played, no. but... He probably was told by all the doctors that you can't injure it anymore. You know, you might as well just go out. Like, There's not a league that exists where players have more control and more say 
than the NBA. Yeah. If if you don't want to do something in the NBA, more than likely you don't have to do it. I mean, I, I'm I would bet in twenty years you probably can't trade players in the NBA. Like that's how crazy it is. Like sure. where it's player, like, I don't want to go there. You can't tell me where to go. <laughs> yeah, and like that's like that's where it's going. And I, I mean, it is what it is. Like it's still, I still always will watch the NBA. But like the players have so much control in that league. KD did not have to play if he didn't want to. Yeah, exactly. And it sucks that he's hurt, but nonetheless, we we have a series. It's three yes. to two. Kawhi Leonard did everything possible to end that series. Playing unconscious. Unconscious. I mean, I think what he had like ten points in like two minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets iced by that timeout. Um, Which was ridiculous. What was... I mean, I, I kind of understand, like, to gather thoughts. What? It was for rest. Yeah, for rest, rest but... Which I mean, is so dumb, on, man. man. I mean, you're on... I you're going to win a final. Like, you're... Yeah. That dude was literally, like, on top of this juggernaut, just punching him in the face. And it's like, you... Like, the bell rang, and he had to go back in his corner. Yeah. Like, no! Like, don't... Don't give them a second to breathe. That's what we said in game before game five. We said, do not give them a second to breathe. Yes. They literally gave them an entire minute to physically breathe by calling a timeout, and the Splash Brothers went off. Yeah, seriously. It just it was confusing while it happened. The announcers even brought it up. But, I mean, I understand you want to give them rest, but with two minutes left. How much? Was it two minutes? It was, it was like, around yeah, around. It was like, yeah, a minute and 50 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, with the, two minutes left. In potentially the last game of the season, who cares if they're tired? These guys finish the damn yeah, job. These dude. guys are gonna go out there like and finish the job. That's no like how the, tired that's they like are. the speech every friggin' shitty high school coach gives their fourth quarter. This is what we bleed for. This is what we cry. <laughs> this, is, this is what all those extra squats are for. Blah blah. But like, that's what it is for. Yeah, exactly. You're giving them a break too, and you don't want to give those guys a break. I'd rather have them tired, both teams tired, than have like. Us a little rested and have the Splash Brothers go off like they did. Shout out Steph Curry. I mean, like yeah. the dude stepped up. Yes, like that three to tie. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And Clay Thompson, ice in his veins, yeah, man. man. My yeah. favorite Golden State Warrior. That I, dude. I love when he walks. Yeah, walks does the back big balls. The big balls. Yes, yeah. I freaking love that. That was, I mean, that was an awesome basketball game. And of course, it came and down to. And speaking of ice in his veins. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it came down to the wire. Boogie gets called for an offensive foul. 15 seconds left. You get one shot. Our boy. <laughs> who's taking it? You got Kawhi Leonard, the guy you traded for, the guy who's got you here, the guy who's taken up the ball. That's three. I had seven points. That's three buckets. I can give you that. You give me a hundred million, I give you seven buckets consistently. This man couldn't even give him seven buckets. I'm pulling. He was not balling like Steph Curry. <laughs> Kyle Lowry for the win, for the championship, for the best reputation. Get it out. No, not yet. Come on, not yet. Not yet. Maybe later in the All episode. right, for for everything, <laughs> gets the shot, gets the look in the corner. Tony says it was blocked. I don't think it uh, was. No, I did not it see was. the block. No, no, it, it, it was tipped. Oh. Let me hold up. All right. I mean, from a live view, it looked like that man was just so <laughs> Dude, off. I I, I was watching the game at the casino, and I I was recording it. Like I I was waiting for the reaction, and it was so. I mean, everyone was still pumped because a lot of people had money on the Warriors. So when he missed it, ah, uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. okay. So Draymond it maybe looks like he it did wasn't a cl- it wasn't a full on block, but it, he got a finger. And okay, you can see he's hitting. Here's it that the thing, way. though. All right, even if it was blocked. 
That dude had plenty of time to get that shot off. <laughs> yeah. He sucks so bad. He is so bad. It is hilarious. Did you see, uh, we our Twitter account tweeted out that highlight reel yeah. of Kyle Lowry. That was all just this postseason. <laughs> yeah. All of those plays. Two and a half minutes of just missed layups, turnovers, brick threes. I mean, it is it is so fucking funny. How I, I mean this is a very good player in the regular season too. But I, I just I it I, blows my mind that they drew that play up for him of all people. Yeah. And like it was like his redemption moment. Like I'm gonna hit this. I'm gonna win. I stuck around. This is my city. Before Kawhi came here, I got the job done. All the haters can shove it. I did this, and it just went incredibly wrong. Yeah, it was incredible. He okay. So Kawhi did. Everyone's mad that Kawhi didn't take the shot at the end, which yeah. obviously. But he was double teamed. Right? Yes, he was double teamed. But here's here's my thought. I'd rather have him take a shot while he's double teamed yeah. than have. Kyle, Ra- Kyle Lowry take yeah, the last yeah. second shot. Here's and, the thing. I mean, it just showed why Ky- scored the last 10 points. I don't know how many timeouts they had. If they didn't have any, then I guess he couldn't do this. But why would you not call timeout and advance the ball and then run the same exact play that they ran against Philly? Yeah. I mean, he was double teamed there right, by right. two guys that were... One who was seven foot, one who was six ten, and he got to shot off for yeah, a buzzer yeah. beater. Why would you not do that? Yeah. Instead, you drew it up for Ky- Kyle Lowry. Give it to Marcus Saul before Kyle Lowry. You know, one man. And one final bullet point on this game: Kyle Lowry took the loss hard. I'm sure. You know who took the loss even harder was one Aubrey Drake Graham. Oh yeah. Did you see the yeah, video of that fucking mook? Just walking out. Like he, like he played. Like, he, like the best was the like comments. It was like Drake acting like he gave it all. Like he left it all. <laughs> he's like shaking his head like, man. Like he's like dapping up fans like, I'm sorry, guys. I thought I was going to bring it home for you. This guy is so fucking nauseating, man. <laughs> I, I mean, go listen to Marvin's room on your way home. Like, you suck, Drake. I, I mean, the way he acted over Katie's injury, too, yeah, was, was the was most weird. traumatic. Like, Oh no, not Kevin! No, or man. the national anthem. This is so bad, dude. His Did you sing... see him singing during the national anthem? That he, was amazing. I have... He was singing Marvin's room. Yeah. Oh, I, did you see that. what I tweeted? The lyrics that went along. I, I tweeted <laughs> yeah. unwritten. Yeah. I was staring at the blank page. Uh, but <laughs> I've never felt more secondhand embarrassment for a celebrity in my life. Not since maybe like Charlie Sheen was on meth or like. Yeah, I mean, Drake... Yeah, yeah, for, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Draymond Green, <laughs> Big after, Charlie guy. after yes. the, the win, after Kyle Lowry made, the, or didn't make the shot, uh-huh. uh, Draymond Green went straight to Drake and got right in his ear. Yeah. Drake just stood there. And what, what can Drake do? Nothing. If he swung on him, A, like, it'd be the huge story. He would probably get kicked out of NBA games. Yeah. And B, Drake could not beat any professional athlete in the world yeah. in a fist fight. Not one. <laughs> I, Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry would whoop Drake's ass. <laughs> Drake might beat him in a three-point contest, but that's yeah. a different story. I mean, that was that was a tough scene. Just well, I, I mean, I could watch it all the time. Because Drake, literally, in his big-ass winter coat, and it's like fucking June. Like, I, don't know, I don't know how cold it is in Toronto right now. I'd imagine it's above 60 degrees. And he's like, man, yeah. damn it, guys, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, oh, it was... It was so like, overdone. Overall, though, this this game like was all time classic, all time classic, and just a perfect storyline. You had 
Katie coming back, like, that was the big thing. Watching him warm up, everyone's just watching this guy, like, is he walking okay? Is he running okay? Then him going off in the first quarter. For sure. Then him getting injured, and everyone's saying, well, it's over. The fans were cheering, like, Katie's gone, we're going to win this title. And then Clay and Steph turning it on at the very end to be resilient. I, just this whole game was absolutely crazy. It, and I don't, I'm just hoping that game six and seven deliver just as well. It, it's literally, it's just like a horror movie. Like, it got to the point where it's like, kill them now, kill them now, kill them now. And they're still alive. And they're going back to Oakland. And if, they, if the Raptors win in Oakland, that would be crazy. Because that's three of the, the last three games in Oracle history lost. Yeah. All, which yeah. would be crazy. Because that, yeah. in recent past, a few years back, that or not even a few years back, last year, the that place is impossible to win at. Yeah. And for the last three games. Check their road record. They're pretty good there, too, though. I mean, they just were impossible to beat. Yeah, right. but, but like at the Oracle, yeah. it was like known that they are just shout out Milwaukee. They actually had a pretty decent record against the Warriors on the road. That's awesome. Really man. nice. <laughs> that is so good and to hear. Giannis is golfing little, right little, now. Little sprinkle, little sprinkle. <laughs> I don't think Giannis golfs. So yeah, you're right. Boring, Do they have golf in Milwaukee? Probably. They'd probably just drink beer and sit around. Yeah, eat cheese. All right, so we'll move on now. It's Wednesday, so it's our dog news story of the day. Shout out, Angina. Uh, the motivator for this segment, as always. This story comes from National Geographic. And the the headline is, If you're chronically stressed, your dog could be too. And it basically talks about how dogs have been um, domesticated for so long that they have become in, intact with human emotions and they can pick up on our moods. And I think, I, I, I pretty much assume that already. Yeah. And it says that pr- pretty much... When they know when we're stressed and it rubs off on them, like they get stressed when we're stressed. Uh, so I guess we'll dive into this. I don't know why this is a big news story, to be honest. I, I feel like we have dogs for this reason to like yeah. distract us from our shitty lives. If they're a man. Oh my if- God, is that Christina's music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have intern Christina yeah, here, summer intern. Oh, completely summer intern. Green. Completely green. Yes. Well, well, she heard how successful uh, Dalton was at the intern. Now, Dalton is the executive producer. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> so she hired, she yeah. got hired as well. Yes, yes. Interested. Well, if dogs are a man's best friend, they have to they have to know how we're feeling. Like, you mm-hmm. can't be a best friend if you don't know how your your best friend's feeling. And, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I guess I worded that weird, but I mean, I feel like whenever you are stressed, like having a dog there to pet, especially a puppy man, oh my gosh, that takes any bad mood out of me. So I, I, I just... Do you have a dog? No. Okay. Did you, you, didn't, you didn't grow up with a dog? No, I never did. Neither did I. A bunny. Neither did I. You had what? a bunny? Outside bunny. Oh, dude. I, <laughs> bunny. Like we put it in the cage outside. Yeah. It wasn't just like, we're, you know. What was its name? Is it still uh, alive? No, it's not still alive. It was my sister's. Poor she one had out. Two. Poor one, one was out. Snowy. Snowy was cool. All right. The next one was stupid. It's Did I tell lightning. you my pet story? My fish story? Did nah, what do you got for us, Gar? All right, the only pet I've ever had, I went to, it was in our neighborhood, we went to the, like this little carnival thing, like one of the neighbors yeah, yeah, yeah. posted this thing, and one of the games was where you toss something in a ring or whatever, the prize is a goldfish. Oh, God. So I got, I got a goldfish. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I come home. And my mom is nice about this, but she's like, look, we just, we don't have anywhere to put this. We don't have a tank or anything like that. What? So, but we had neighbors who had a giant fish tank and we're like, okay, we'll keep them there. Uh, three days later, the bigger fish that was in the tank the was the only one swimming <laughs> Hell yeah, on day dude. three. 
So rest in peace. Dude, Dude first off, a goldfish. Oh, Char- I was going to say, the goldfish is going to name. Your mom <laughs> is a liar. Because, I mean, <laughs> how many siblings fish. do you have? Uh, one. What? Okay, so younger I, I'd imagine that you had, what, a three-bedroom house growing up? Share bedroom with your brother? Uh, or? No, 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 four. Okay, four so you have a four-bedroom house. You're we telling me there is not one space for a well, fucking fishbowl in your entire <laughs> well, house? We didn't have a fishbowl. Yeah, they're three dollars. You can put them in this. Yeah, you can put them in a souvenir <laughs> cup a from a black. penguin's game. Yeah, but she didn't want to do that. She, told, she felt bad for the fish. She wanted the fish she to, to have a good life. Buy a bigger fish. I mean, come on. pet I've ever had. I had a pet fish named Magic Carp, and he fell down the garbage disposal <laughs> one time. Oh my gosh. Oh I had a fish named Finnegan and he lasted five er, years. Like like five Finnegan. years. Magikarp's a dope-ass name. No, it's I was Pokemon. four. <laughs> yeah, I was four. Finnegan? Finnegan, a five-year fish, beta fish. Betas are dope. So man. that one died and I'm like, okay, well I want to get another one. And I was like, well why not two? I got two. They fought each other. They Dude, yeah, each you're other not supposed to do that. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I was a kid. I don't know why they don't call them alpha fish, because alphas don't fuck around with other, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so. a good thought. Anyway, um, as a dog owner, I had two dogs growing up. One was like, from when I was born, her name was Carly. Uh, I caught her at the tail end of her career, so she wasn't <laughs> as exciting. She's just kind of this old dog. She died when I was 10. It was very sad. And then, um, actually, if I could chime in, I hate those dogs. Whenever like I come in and meet a dog, oh yeah, this is wait, it's Carly. She's real old and like she <laughs> smells. Her teeth are rotted. Carly out. didn't smell Tony. She was just a little. She was a little <laughs> chonk, and she just kind of. She's just kind of. You know, she was a Jack Russell Terrier beagle mix. So she had like she looked like a Jack Russell Terrier. She was like kind of wider. She had a little floppy ears. She was a great little dog. She just didn't really do much. She just kind of hung out. She was very friendly. She'd like come up and sit by you. She just didn't play a lot. She was old. So then she died. And then we got Macy. You guys have met Macy. Yeah. Macy is the goat. Uh, I trained her to play. I mean, Macy literally, when they say dogs take on your emotions, Macy captured my spirit as a child. I used to go outside my backyard. I had a big backyard, and I'd hit a bucket. I just hit buckets of baseballs all day. One day she got off the chain. It was something from like an Air Bud movie. She got off the chain, and I was like, shit, like, the dog's loose. She's like one year old. I hit a baseball. She just was in a dead sprint. Chain dragging behind her, caught it on a bounce, ran it back, dropped it at my feet, and then stood in the yard, like, telling me to, like, hit her another one. Yeah. And I had her trained to do that. We'd go outside for five hours. I'd just hit one ball back and forth. I'd just be, like, playing baseball games by myself. <laughs> and, like, she would just be my ball retriever. And it was awesome. And, like, Macy's the best. She does pick up when I'm sick. She always sleeps in my bed. Like, dogs do get that. But yeah. don't feel bad that your dogs are stressed because you're stressed. Like, dogs are better than humans, they will willingly take on that responsibility. And all you need to do is, like, touch them. Like, you need to pet them and give them treats. And, like, they're just the best. They are just the best. And you know who wouldn't do this for you? Fucking cats. True. Fuck cats. True, fuck cats. I'll say it. You know, I had a turtle named Shelly, too. I think I said that on this story. You had a turtle? Intern Christina? That's awesome. Nice. (laughs) What was your turtle's name? Shelly. You had a turtle named Shelly also? That's dope. Just, that's just crazy. Ran away, actually. Yours we, ran away? We no, have a probably. pond in our backyard, uh-huh. and we put it in the pond, and we looked for it forever, and it is gone. Well, you kind of released it into the wild, yeah, so I don't really say it ran away. It kind of just <laughs> went on. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Mine died when I, I got a call from my sister when I, I was interning with a minor league baseball team. I'm, like, sitting, like, working on, like, something 
doing intern bitch work, and I get a call from my sister crying hysterically. I was like 19, 20 years old. She's like a senior in high school. Shelly's dead! Oh, I'm like... I mean, I got it, I got it when I was... I got it when I was six. So it lived 13 years. It was supposed to live a lot longer, though, I think. Sea turtles. Uh, you're, th- you're thinking about Finding Nemo, where they live like 160 we had a years. We had a big funeral for it for the, at the minor league baseball uh, stadium. I mean, it was far away, but like... Yeah. I'm not really feeling that as a pet. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it was cool for like the first two years I had it because we, I would, I would build Lego. You don't have to worry about the buildings. Away. I'd build Lego buildings <laughs> well, and put little food trails in it to see if it could, uh, it would like crawl through the Lego village. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd feed it worms because yeah. it was fun to watch eat worms. But yeah, after like a year, you're just kind of like, oh, this is my turtle. He just kind of <laughs> hangs out. I feed him every now and then, and it'd be like a day for me. Like, yeah. After one day, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, like, this guy sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> that was our dog story, and we ended up talking more about fish and yes. turtles. But... Sorry. <laughs> well, this wasn't a news story. Yeah, it was. It it's was just... common sense. No, it was... Yeah, I mean, it was a news story, but... I know. But yeah, like, it's just it's dogs are true. awesome. Like, no kidding. They didn't so. need to study for that. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they confirmed it. Uh, so, Gar, rap review time. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> gave you our guy, Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Everyone's everyone's favorite rapper, Lil Uzi. Get right. your sorry, shoes I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right when I did couch. it, I'm sorry. Ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I listened to The Way Life Goes first. Okay. And I listened, and I go. said, you know what, this... Oh, no. Water? No, I'm fine. I, my mouth is so dry. Continue. Okay. I'm a little rude. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Um, no, and I said, uh, I was like, this is good. You know? I'm, I'm feeling this. The Way Life Goes? This. Yeah. I, and you guys hyped it up. You were like, this may be a good grade and everything. And I'm thinking, okay, this is good. Uh, then I listened to EXO Tour Life. Yeah. And that stunk. Oh! <laughs> and then I, <laughs> then I listened to Do What I Want. Gar that stunk even more. I, yeah, I, I, I feel like you and I would have gone along well. Gar would have been like, fuck me. Do, do What I Want is, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I like that song too what? much. What? No. It's annoying. It, he says, now I do what I want a lot in that song. Um... Yeah, I mean the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, money longer stunk. What is this? Sanguine paradise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it started off okay, and then it stunk. Yeah, I don't and like then sauce it up also was bad. So wow, honestly, I thought you would like this. No, one song. Your was, Migos grade makes no sense. Well, that's okay. <laughs> one. <laughs> so one song was okay out of the six, and honestly, this guy deserves a D. Wow. Am I in a good mood? D plus. D plus? Right sure. up there with, right, even with chance. I, I kind of, uh, that's just crazy to me. D yeah. plus with yeah. chance. Yeah. But like, I, I kind of. <laughs> in turn, do you have something to say? <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> no, these are very calculated uh, grades. <laughs> I think the, uh, the way life goes is his best song. I'm not really a big. I don't know how Uzi you guys fan. listen to this. It's I, not good. I'm not a huge Uzi fan. Like, I'm not a huge Noah's, fan of any of these. People. Like Noah, Noah said, he. Uh, I, he's I a younger. He's a younger crowd. I like listening to him when I run, just because like he doesn't have like a lot of like. I just like like upbeat yeah, music, yeah. like mm-hmm. up tempo music when I run. So yeah, but that's that's not. Well, Uzi isn't the guy to listen to. You want to be Migos listen to is. Lady Gaga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> listen to Britney. <laughs> He's not kidding either. Like, I bet you Gar. Why would you not listen to Lady Gaga? Selena. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, Tony. You got anybody in mind? Intern Christina. Anybody in mind? Yeah. Do you have a rapper in mind? I was, that, uh, I was thinking this. 
But, I mean, if you got it, better, better like suggestions. That That's a good one. All right, Gar. I, I don't know how this one's going to go <laughs> at all. Me neither. I could see Gar... I could see this guy getting an A on Gar's scale. I could see this guy getting an F on Gar's scale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah no, I, My I, biggest I, advice for you would be do not judge a book by its cover. Yeah, don't look at it. No, I know. I know some of his songs. Post Malone. Yeah, some of his songs are good. Um, can I tell you the ones I... I mean, I've listened to the popular ones. Like, Rockstar is good. Sunflower is good. Okay. What's that? Uh, I Fall Apart. Uh, congratulations. Those, yeah. White Iverson. Okay, we gotta do White Iverson because that's what made him big. Okay. So write these down. Okay. So what makes Post Malone? Here's a little fact. What makes Post Malone so unique is he got famous off of a YouTube video. Okay. He's like the first ever. The White song. I, yeah, the White Iverson song that we told mm-hmm. you to listen okay. to. That's his first song he posted on YouTube, and that's how he became a famous. artist. He's like the first SoundCloud rapper to make it big. Yep. I mean, like that's where like he posted his stuff, like YouTube SoundCloud, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he like started the wave of all the Lil Xan, Uzi, Smoke yep. Perp, like all of those guys who Gar hates. Yeah. But uh, you guys should listen to uh, Hollow Notes. Great, great band. Yeah. Cool. All right, so White Iverson would be. You make my dreams come true. White White Iverson, congratulations. I would go probably. I don't know if does he. I guess it's better now is his song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So better now. Yeah, I've heard that, which is good. Um, So I'll listen to that again. And yeah, you've already heard Sunflower. I've already heard, I've already heard Sunflower. Yeah, this, and then I can already tell you, this guy will get at least a Jackie, seat. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's a great song. Oh, okay. Jackie Chan's That's a great him. Song. That is him. I mean, it's a DJ, but yeah, like, it's him singing. singing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jackie Chan's good. Okay, so you... Yeah, this guy's gonna get at least a C. Wow, oh, we're and then here. Pre, pre-grades. <laughs> I Fall Apart. I okay. bet you haven't heard that I one. I Fall Apart. I bet you, you love that song. I'm singing it right now. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Alright, so yep. White Iverson, congratulations, Better Now, which I know, Jackie Chan, which I know, I fall apart. Yeah. Alright, Gar. So, that's your rap review assignment. Yeah. Now we are going to get into our Twitter news story of the day, uh, which is brought to you by No Negations. Gar, go ahead and do the ad read. Oh, thanks, man. No Negations is a motivational lifestyle and apparel brand. Our mission is to inspire others and to achieve no matter the circumstance. It is so easy to quit or give up, especially if the people around us are feeding... Negativity, like my two friends Tony and Noah, who just give me crap for my rap reviews. The No Negations team wants to be that positive reinforcement in your life, like Lady Gaga. We offer talks and workshops to get your team. Lady clients. Gaga ruined a marriage. I'll just put that well, out there. Hey, do your ad read. But that's all I have to whoa, say. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The hard ones would have been mid ad read. <laughs> yeah, finish the ad read. We <laughs> offer talks and workshops to get your team, clients, and your customers motivated and inspired. Our team of national and world-class athletes are energetic, impactful, motivational speakers offering insight on perseverance, team building, fitness, and mindset development. So, whether you have a t-shirt, hat, polo, long-sleeve shirt, crew neck, hoodie, or leggings, it should be a reminder that no matter your circumstance, you can overcome if you stay consistent. Visit our website at www.nonegations.com to order apparel and to receive more information on speaking events. Also, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and no negations. Great ad read. Hey, thanks. Hey, put her there. Put her there. Sport. Cold. I'm fucking freezing right now. Oh All right, God. so let's move on now to our Twitter news did, story. Wait, of, did we need to? Uh, yeah. Enter. Enter, Christina. Enter. I'd love to hear your take on this. 
We'll talk more about this later. Because <laughs> uh, we're going to have you Behind come on the, the show. Scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the UNO pod. They won. But yes. So now for our Twitter news story of the day. All right. Smile for the still shot. I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. What, the sneeze? Yeah. yeah. Same. I, I actually It disappeared. I, don't, I almost had it earlier and then I lost it. And I don't think it's coming back. Two episodes in a row? Where I don't sneeze, that'd be a first. That would be a first. All right. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to our YouTube channel here for our Twitter news story of the day. I had a lot of interesting topics to decide what we were going to talk about today, but I guess we ended up on sad stuff. Uh, (laughs) One of the trending topics on Twitter this week was movie scenes that made us cry. Like the saddest movie scenes of all time and i think there's a difference between movie scenes that make us cry and sad movie scenes because they're like like i said the one part in a movie that always gets me is when mike ruzioni says his hometown than any place for the united states of america and i just cry because it's like such a pretty much the most important moment in u.s history it's honestly. not sad <laughs> yes so <laughs> yes. We'd all be speaking Russian right now if Garusioni <laughs> did no. say Winchester no, Mass. Let's, let's where are you from? Yeah, let's make it clear. It's not them winning the game. No. They would never have won the game. <laughs> That's the, the most important The freaking Berlin Wall would still be up yeah. right now. Yeah. Alright, anyway. We're talking sad, gut wrenching, just crushing movie moments. We're gonna do a draft as always, snake draft. Uh, Tony went first last time. Because I always sit in the middle, I guess I will never go first. But well, that's fine. Next no, 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 no. Gar, please, please. Michael Gar has the first pick. We're talking sad movie moments. Sad movie moments. Gar, you're on the clock. You get the first pick. What all are you right, going well, this with? is, uh, we both agree this is the best movie of all time. Uh, and I'm taking it. Okay. Forrest Gump. And there are a lot of sad scenes in that movie. A lot of great, a lot of great scenes, too. Uh, but I'm taking the one, the obvious one, where Jenny dies, and Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks, has that monologue. just monologue, that beautiful speech, to, right at her tombstone, mm-hmm. and just pouring out the feelings. And when he almost breaks down and cries himself, that's when I lose it. That's when I. Lose. I mean, it's, that's pro. I mean, it's just so sad. If we could grade, or because rate. this girl sucked, and this guy is dumb enough to not realize it, and then she finally got him. Or she, he finally got her, right when you know she had she, AIDS. She gave um, AIDS. Like, but still, this was the girl that he loved her and, his entire life. And it was, to, I don't really try, want to try to sound nerdy when I say this, but like it was so powerful because of like the character development you saw of like Forrest, who like only would run literally when you told him to run. Like people yeah. were throwing rocks at his head in the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. and he didn't run until she would be like. Yo, get the hell out of here, man. Like, they're yeah. going to kill you. Yeah. And so, like, he he wasn't there mentally. I mean, that was, like, the whole point of the story, that he was kind of borderline on, you know, special needs. And he, yeah, he, was, he wasn't a smart guy. He wasn't a smart guy. And then just to was. see, but he knew it exactly. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. Yeah. And, he was loyal. And he was so loyal and so dedicated to this girl and to see his emotion. I mean, his emotion didn't even show when his mom died. Right. And his mom was everything. Like, right. I remember that monologue, too. Um, 
But the monologue at the end of that movie, when he's just, talking to Jenny and yeah. he breaks down mm-hmm. crying, I yeah. mean, it's just. Like, I think that's a clear first round, like first that's overall, a pick. solid first yeah, round it's pick, like a clear yeah. one. Um, I'm gonna go. I mean, that's like up there, but I guess my my first round pick uh, would be another heartbreaking moment. Remember the Titans oh, hospital scene uh, when when Gary tells the nurse. That, uh, oh my god, when, when he says, Alice, don't you see the resemblance? We're brothers. And it's when, when Julius visits Gary in the hospital after his car accident, Gary Bertier, the all-American linebacker, and uh, this was a time, you know, the movie's about segregation and, you know, the civil rights era and, and how they came together as a team. And at his weakest moment, Julius was there his one-time rival, Mm -hmm. to support him, and he called him family. And it just, I mean, it speaks about so much, such a powerful moment. Uh, I'd give that my number one. Well, I want to add to the scene that when they're talking, they're looking at each other, and they're like, you know, eventually, like, this is going to be over, you know, and we're going to go our separate ways, and, you know, we're going to get old and fat and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's when they start crying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when it hurts me. Like, all of it. Because we're all... We're all going to get old in time. I'm well on my way. Same. Uh, and I look amazing. Yeah. Like that scene where they like they I'm just became best friends. And I mean, <laughs> they knew like what was about to happen to Gary and the state champ. Like all of it. And uh, it just sucked. Tony, yeah. you got the next two picks. What do you got? Okay. So for my first one, uh, I'm going to do the boy in the striped pajamas. Okay. Uh, these, I'm going to have seen the movie. Uh, the very horrible movie. Well, good movie. <laughs> very horrible. Horribly sad. <laughs> it's a Holocaust Horrible. movie, right? Yeah, it's a Holocaust movie, so it's very, very. sad. Uh, but uh, these two kids pretty much are walking up to their death, uh, and they don't even know what's about to happen to them. They, like, think nothing of it. They're, like, kind of actually excited, if I can remember correctly. And once they are about to go into this to get killed, they realize, and then they start flipping the hell out. They eventually get killed. It's a horrible, horrible scene. I mean, I'm not a, a crier, but it made me cry. All right, so that's your first round pick, second yeah. round pick. This is so depressing. I don't know yeah, why I we know. chose Man, this topic. This we could have talked about O.J. Simpson. I'm, I'm that was that, up right now. <laughs> that's less depressing. No. So uh, my second pick will have to be from the movie Miracle. Uh, the the this man. What was his name? Gar. Mikey Ruzioni. No, no the, the guy, guy got, got cut. cut. Oh, uh, Ralph Cox. Ralph Cox, uh, right before they, they went playing, into the Olympics. played hockey for the uh, women. Yep, he, right before they went into the Olympics, uh, he got cut. He was a part of the team the whole way. Everyone loved him. He was a big team guy, uh, and they just didn't have a spot for him. And, I mean, that was another one that Herb, just... And Herb Brooks, it was hard for him to make that cut. Yeah. Because Herb Brooks was the last man off the 1960 gold medal team. Uh, so he got, he was the Ralph Cox of 1960 where mm-hmm. he got cut and they went on to win the gold. So, yeah. It was just a, a hard time because you, you grow with the character, you grow with <laughs> Ralph in the beginning of the movie and then to see him get cut like that, it was heart-wrenching. I'm going to be honest, I don't think that's nearly on the same level as the first three that we just mentioned. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I agree. I the mean, the round other round three, Ralph Cox has the other line. three, like... <laughs> Tom Hanks won an Oscar for his performance in yeah. Gar's scene. Yeah. Remember the Titans? Like that's that's like one of the most memorable. Like 
that's probably like the top. Movie. That's not even the top five best moments in that movie. Right. That that just hit me differently. Did you get cut? <laughs> no. Okay. Just hit me differently. Okay. Okay. As a hockey guy, um, so my, I guess my second pick. I'm gonna take it back to the childhood. Um, I'm gonna go Simba finding Mufasa's body on on the ground after Scar murdered him, dropped him off off the cliff, and the bison, I think it was mm-hmm. the caribou, I don't know, all ran over him, the stampede, and he found his dad's body and was like, he's dead. Like, I mean, that's that's a heartbreaker. There's a lot of heartbreaking moments in those Disney those Disney movies uh, you could go with, but I, I would say out of all of them, I mean, that, that cemented Scar's legacy as, like, the best Disney villain of all time, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, yeah. I agree. So I'm going to go with that. Gar, second and third pick. Uh, second pick, uh, Titanic. Uh, when they, uh, when she, I think she, I mean, there are a lot of sad scenes in that as well, but I think it's when, for me, again, I think the obvious one is when he's floating and he's got like like minutes to live. I mean, it's just, and he was nice enough to, um, uh, give her the door. Even though she was a little selfish, could have taken the lifeboat earlier. Yeah, both could have fit on the door. They both could have fit on the door. A lot of theories about that. Just stand up and surf. But just, uh, and he's just saying, like, no one ever talks about that. (laughs) Yeah, and he's just saying, like, don't say your goodbyes. And then a few minutes later, he's just like, look, you're going to die warm in your bed, and you're going to be an old lady. You're going to have a bunch of kids, and it's going to be great. You're not going to die here. And it just sucks because her husband, her, her, her fiance, is such trash. And she meets this great guy, and you you barely know him. Mm-hmm. So I would say the part that gets that whole movie sad. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, honestly, there's a scene where they show. Um, I think you're going to talk about where the the, the ship fi- the ship finally sinks. Mm-hmm. The ship finally sinks, and I love this scene. And they zoom out, and everyone is just swimming in the water, screaming at the top of their lungs. I I think that gives me like goosebumps. There's that's they're, just like. Because that's not that's not the Rose Jack storyline. That's just like that's this actually happened. Yeah. There, there's a scene in like, like people were just when the boat's or... sinking. Like it, it's what you're talking about, yeah. but a specific part. A mother tucks in her two kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, that that part. Up. My mom yeah. cries. Yeah. Yeah. every like, time she's tucking them. And you're just she wanted on. them to she have knows, peace. Because yeah. like she they're they're, they're, they're in the poor people part yeah. of the boat yeah. where like they didn't get priority. The old and, couple, the really old couple. They're yeah. yeah. And you see the water just going. I like I like to think they didn't even know. Yeah. The old couple. They're just like good night, Dolores. Hearing aid off. Yeah, they just have the hearing. Are you in the bathtub? What's that water running? <laughs> oh, ca- Franklin, ca- go the, to sleep. The captain uh, going into his little room, yeah, you know, holding on to the wheel. Mm-hmm. Just he's got to go down with the ship. Yep. yep, very proud. Oh man, that's it's that's a sad movie. Very and anyone sad who movie. says it's overrated is trash. oh, that's there's so many people who are like yeah, that's they're a great stupid. movie. So. It's an all time great movie. Yeah. All right. All right. And, and your final pick. My final, uh, just because I can't uh, think of anything else, I'm gonna go with another Tom Hanks movie. Castaway, okay, and a lot of sad scenes in that. Wilson. <clears throat> yeah, Wilson's the big one, but for me, it's that it's that one right before he loses Wilson, and they're floating, and they finally made it off the island. They got past the big, uh, you know, the waves, and they're finally just floating away. And they both look back at the island. He was on there for four years. I mean, mm-hmm. he that was his life. And uh, I know there are other scenes about you know when he finally sees Kelly, his wife. 
or when he loses Wilson and all that stuff. But for me, it's that one. When they, I, they leave like their set. He left like basically a second home. That was his, his life for four years. I, I thought you were going when you said Tom Hanks. I thought you were going to talk about the movie Philadelphia. Oh, that? Well, that entire movie. Is yeah, insane. I mean that's like yeah. brutal. Yeah. That's one of those ones where like you watch it one time and you're like, I can't go. You're almost that again. you almost don't want to watch. I've only seen that a couple times because yeah, you you almost don't want to watch it. All right, so um, so those are my three picks. Okay, uh, my final pick. I will go with. I mean, <laughs> this is a sad video. This is this is very sad. I'm gonna go with uh, Thomas J's death in the movie My Girl. Um, I remember watching this for the first time. Alexa and I were sitting in the living room watching it, and uh, the first time we saw this kid pop on the screen, we'd never seen this movie or anything, she looked at me and she goes, that kid's dying. He is way too cute to survive this movie. And I was like, I really hope you're wrong, because I I will be devastated if he does. And, like, he just has all these health problems, and you're like, oh no, what's going to happen? And you get to, like, the very end, and you think... You think he's gonna escape it. You think he's gonna they're gonna get married and have, live happily ever after. Then this kid just goes walking around in the woods and dies because like he gets mauled by bees. He just gets stung by like 50 bees and you just see his glasses drop and he dies and the performance put on by that little girl uh, in the movie. I don't even remember the character's name. Again, it's one of those sad ones you watch one time and just block it out emotionally. Uh, but, like, the performance she put on at his funeral, where she's, like, running up to him at the casket, saying, like, he doesn't have his glasses on, Thomas J. can't see without his glasses, and she just has this breakdown, because, like, that was her one friend, she was going through a hard time. Vada? Beta? Yes, yes, I mean, that, that was, oh, gut-wrenching, just horrible, horrible, so Thomas J. It wasn't real. And, I mean, it was to me. (laughs) All right, Tony, round it up. Okay, so I'm stuck between two. Dude, I mean, uh, we're, we're really missing an entire demographic of, of films that always end in a sad way. We just did a segment about this type of animal. Every dog movie ends sad. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was going to pick that one, but um, this is a shout-out to my mom uh, and to all the women out there that watch this endlessly, which doesn't make sense to me. A Walk to Remember. Uh, one of the saddest movies. Uh, if you guys have never seen it, this, this girl has cancer, and she falls in love with this guy. This guy's like a real big douchebag. Isn't it Heath Ledger? Off. No. No. Some, What's that one? That's Brokeback Mountain. No, it wasn't Tony. <laughs> that wasn't Heath Ledger though. That, he's not in. He's not in uh, a walk to remember. Okay. But this guy's pretty much an asshole to begin with in the, in the beginning of the movie. He falls for this girl who's dying of cancer. They get married. Like. Because she's dying, and right after they get married, she dies. It's horrible. Every time I see my mom watching it, she's bawling her eyes out. I never want to, like, watch the full thing, because it's just, the whole thing's sad. Um, but that, I think that's a good third round pick. Alright, so yeah, we left off every dog movie. I was gonna, uh, Marley I mean, and Me's so easy. Marley and Me, Old Yeller, My Dog Skip, first ever movie to make me cry. Really? Oh my god, dude. That that movie got me like no other, man. I was stuck between that and a uh, Selena. You ever watch Selena? J-Lo? Uh, J-Lo no. plays Selena? No. She gets killed at the end, and it's yeah. horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have I have some off the wall picks. Yeah, you certainly do. So be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and comment below who had the best draft. Was it Gar? Was it me? It definitely was not Tony. Uh, and comment on our Instagram, Twitter, follow us on social media media at uando pod. And we're gonna get back to the podcast right now. I think we're all emotionally a little bit scarred right now. Dear so. For Tony's two cents, oh we are gonna bring on our intern, our summer intern. Uh, why don't you introduce our, yourself to the listeners? Hello, intern. Hello, Hello. intern. What's your Who name? Who are you? <laughs> My name's Christina. Okay. Hello, Christina. Thank you for having me. How hard was the uh, interview process becoming our intern? Um, pretty easy. I know a guy. You know he a just, guy. Yeah. Didn't he looked at me and said, "Hey, you want to come?" I said, "Yep." Yeah. Yeah. That was about it. All right. Nice. Wow. So, what will you be doing for us this summer? <laughs> um, sitting here looking pretty. Okay. Wow. That's that's nice. I was gonna say social <laughs> media. So Tony, <laughs> pretty easy. So Tony's two cents. How much are we paying you? <laughs> two <laughs> cents. Not yeah, for real. <laughs> so Tony's two yeah. cents. Tony wanted to talk about the Bachelor. So I thought Bachelorette. that uh, the Bachelorette. Yeah. The Bachelorette. Yes. Okay. So um, I missed this episode. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. Along with every other one, but you seem to have a gripe, and Christina has a take on this as well. And I feel <laughs> like there's a lot more to talk about after we get done with the Bachelor, but we'll start here and just go see where it takes us. Uh, so we have, have been watching. Christina is my girlfriend. For she's not just our intern. She's did you my guys? Girlfriend. Did you guys talk to HR about this? Yeah, Sign, we did. Yeah, yeah we everything's signed, okay. Signed release, we're good. So our HR. We, we've yeah. been watching The Bachelorette. I'm usually not into this stuff, but now with a girlfriend, I I feel obligated to watch shows with her because she watched sports with me. Can I can I stop you right there? Yeah. How how long have you guys been dating? Almost a year. Yeah, almost almost a, year. a year. Okay, so that's very. I've been dating my girlfriend for three and a half years, right? Mm-hmm. So enjoy this part of your relationship now. Where like I remember watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette <laughs> when I started dating Alexa right around this time, you know, like eight months in or whatever. When you're doing that. When your girlfriend's nice to you, enjoy all of that. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, you saw nice when, you. when 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 I Facetimed her, worrying about Gar's health. <laughs> health. I said, "Love you, bye." She goes, "No, you don't." She says that every time. I hang up the phone. I'm like, not in front of my friends. I'm pretty sure you started out that conversation <laughs> yeah. saying, "You look really tired." Yeah, yeah, no, yeah <laughs> that was no. a bad start. So just enjoy, enjoy it now. But anyway, but, continue. Okay, watch so and, and the, we're watching the Bachelorette, and uh, so you pretty much you build relationships with these guys trying to win this girl over. And by the way, this girl is a ditz. This Hannah, what's her name? Hannah B. No, Hannah B. She is not a ditz. She's a ditz. No, she has no idea what she's doing. I've heard, no. I've heard stuff about Hannah. I heard that she's not smart. She's I heard not. she's just kind of pretty and stupid. Okay, well, here's my point of why she's pretty and stupid. There's this man named like Luke. Luke P. Hell yeah. Luke P. Doesn't have a single brain cell. He's a big, big, muscular, built man. I think he is a. He calls himself a former pro football player. I looked it up. Never made the NFL team. Never played a game. Okay. I don't even think he made it like through training camp. Was he in the AAF? I don't know. He was not in the okay. AAF. But this guy is a complete D-bag. He, like, every guy around him hates him. All the other guys absolutely hate him. He's manipulative. <gasps> he, they played in rugby. He kicked a man in the head. Oh, my. Behind the scene, like... The game was happening. They were back there, like 
I don't know what was happening. Like, they were, one guy fell, and he was, like, walking over and kicked him right in the head. Okay. And he denied it, but everyone was saying, we saw it. And he started this lie about another guy, and the other guy got sent home because of it. And the other guy had not, he tried, he went up to Hannah, he was explaining himself, saying, Luke P's this bad guy. And she's like, I don't know what to do. She ends up saving Luke P and sending this dude, this poor dude home. And then this week comes along, and he's still here. He got a freaking rose. Luke P. Luke P. might win this freaking thing. He's the biggest okay. D-bag there. No. In turn, Christina, no. your thoughts. Okay, for one, Luke P. has overstayed his welcome. He needs to go home. Okay. But Hannah is like every other girl out there falling for a grade-A douchebag. But Jeez. he... She says it's right in front of <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean... Reputation, but <laughs> I'm just gonna look out the window. <laughs> if we both look out the window, maybe they'll leave. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Sorry, what, who the fuck do we invite on our let's, podcast? Yeah, let's go Why on about uh, yeah. let's keep talking about Luke P and Hannah B. But Luke P, like, he in theory, he looks like he checks all the boxes, like, he's easy on the eyes, he knows everything to say to her, he literally just knows how to keep her coming back from work, like every other guy out there, and she is just falling for it she is feeding into everything he is putting out and loving it like she knows he is terrible but she somehow has feelings for him and she doesn't know how to get out she of wants it. to sleep so with him. you're telling I mean, me you're telling me that a pretty girl who's willing to find a husband on a reality tv mm-hmm. show in front of everyone in a span of maybe 30 days is falling for a dramatic Storyline creating, <laughs> yeah. uh, heel character who has made it further and as a result created an uprising on social media. You mean this is a thing? This is happening? <laughs> yes. Holy. This, <laughs> is how, this is the most staged shit I've ever I, heard. Yeah, in my I'm life. wondering, like, but do they, I... do you think they look like, do you think they look at Hannah B each week and they say, hey, uh, I know this is filmed before no. before they even put it out there. This is all filmed yeah, she together. Already has a husband but do you right think now. they say like after the rose ceremony, like this guy needs to say, "I know he sucks, but you need to keep giving him roses because yes. he's going to bring in like views." Yes, probably. See, don't you think that? I I mean, after yes. Noah just threw it in there, yeah, that all the right. way Noah just put it. it my my like, thing is, I, I think producers probably kind of push push the Bachelorette in the right direction. Yeah, just like hey. I think you know the, the like screening, you can't send all the bad guys home right away because right. they need they I need drama. The screen she knows that she's not going to end up with Luke P by any means. But like you said, like she this is fuck. a drama show. Like this is okay, maybe a little. She bit. does hundred percent. She does. She does. There's a scene a couple episodes ago. She's literally on a table with him, shirt like he's shirtless, and they are. Yeah. If they, no one came, something would have happened. Then people but, <laughs> but, like, she knows she's not going to end up with him, but I think it's one of those things that producers, like, you see that he is causing so much drama in the house that if they were to kick him off two weeks ago, like, what what's going to come of the show now? My, my, my guess would be that they don't tell her what to do. However, they, I, I think... Producers for reality television, this goes for Jersey Shore, The Real World, Big Brother, The Bachelor, uh, I think they are simply putting, was it, like Mentos in a Pepsi can, or Pepsi bottle, and just shaking it up, 
it's like they screen these people. They know every single like they know what they're looking for, mm-hmm. and they know what people will react certain ways. And I think they're not telling Hannah what to think, but I would not be shocked if like after the scene ends, the producers would be like, "But he is so cute." Like you, I mean, if it were me, like this girl is stupid. Clearly, <laughs> I don't think there's been one smart unless if like you go into this with a play and like you have a motive. You're, you're kind of dumb. And, like, everyone has talked about this girl, about being kind of an airhead. Easy, she's easily played. I think they've kind of brainwashed her, maybe. I don't think they're telling her to directly keep him around. I would not be shocked if they were like, yeah. you know, you know, he is cute, though. Like, you do want to bang him, so. I could see her, because this episode, this week, she, like, said, like, I don't see where this is going to go. Like, she literally flat out said, like, I don't see something coming of this. But, but yet, that he means he'll got, be around for the he next. He got month. a rose. Yeah. On last night's ceremony. So it doesn't even make. So sense. is Luke P so the next like, Bachelor? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I think he's too much of a psycho <laughs> that what girl would apply to be on his? Any girl would for the TV time. I have two True. other. I have two other topics okay. here for Tony's two cents that I would like for you to weigh in on. Uh, one, uh, we talked about it off camera. Bradley Cooper uh, and his wife. Got a divorce. Yes. Um, 100% for Lady Gaga. Uh, I don't think it was for Lady because Gaga. Because of Lady Gaga, your thoughts. <laughs> okay, no. I think what happened was that Bradley Cooper and her obviously got a little close up in with their movie, whatever. I get it. I see where people are coming from. But I think as a girl, if I were to watch my husband be on stage with another lady getting that close, I would be throwing hands. I would be freaking out. They were acting. Head. Yeah, that's what they're saying, though. Yeah. That's what that's what's being put out there because of situations like this. You know what I mean? So I feel like she got super insecure about it, and it caused a lot of problems in their marriage, which then resulted to a divorce. So, so right. now Gaga. Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga did this. I mean, I don't think it was Lady Gaga. I mean, it takes two to tango. But here, here, you were single at one point in time, would be my was. guess. Okay. Um, would you have acted the way Lady Gaga acted? With Bradley Cooper in front of billions of people. Millions um, of people on television. Depends. <laughs> Here, here's my thing, though. If they didn't have that emotion during that performance, and it was like just, they just sang the song, didn't really like look at each other, knowing what the movie was, people would have shit on their performance. No, said, this it is wasn't horrible. the movie. It was their, their live yeah, performance. I know. What, yeah, I'm, I what I'm saying is if they, they would have came out for their live performance... In the movie, they are in love. So if they came out for their live performance at the Oscars and didn't, like, yeah, didn't sing, didn't perform in to. character, and they just did it like as Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, everyone would have been like, "Oh, it sounded good," but like, this is the Oscars. Sorry, we weren't been very quiet. Well, weren't there interviews saying, like, between them saying, like, "Oh yeah, she's one of my best friends now," or and he's, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. could kind of see it coming, right? Yeah, I just, I just thought I mean, like, it's like a whole like. Angelie Jolie or whatever her Jennifer, name is. And, um, Jennifer Aniston. What's her, Brad what's Pitt. The, yeah, and Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Like that whole situation. Mr. Too. and Mrs. Like, Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, that Classic. really failed too for them. So. Yeah, exactly. They had like seven Now they're back kids. together. Yeah. All Brad right. Pitt and Jen Aniston. So yeah. my third thing I wanted to ask you about, um, as our intern, I think that you're going to have many tasks this summer. One is like liking our social media posts. Another is, you know, just being nice to us. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Uh, That's the first. That wasn't in the job description. <laughs> uh, third one is gonna be so, I, and I don't mean to sound cocky here, but 
I have a girlfriend, and Tony has a girlfriend. Humble Michael Gard is not. I do not. Uh, oh. So your assignment is going to be get Michael Gar a girlfriend. Gar. Here's the thing: we only have a summer. We only have one summer, and it's starting. <laughs> so let's let's Tony. I think we should probably list Gar's strengths. Okay. Uh, you want to start? So yeah, I'll start. Gar. Let's can, just have like a fifteen. Gar is capable yes. of working grave night shifts. Yes. Graveyard yeah. shifts. Sorry, that's it. Okay. Graveyard shifts. <laughs> And also able to live throughout the day. Yes. Um, and that's pretty impressive. He's available every Monday and Tuesday night if you want to hang out. <laughs> what did he say? She said drugs? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he does no, not take drugs. drugs. He's never done drugs. I've never done drugs. Michael Garn. Ever. Incredible never, head of hair. I've never even smoked weed once. He has great... The hair, though. Yeah. The hair, though. He, yeah, incredible. He has a great head of hair. Thank you. He even, We've seen him golf. With his hair and it stays like and that. Even even when he thinks he smells bad, he doesn't. He doesn't smell bad. Um, he's a loyal sports fan. Um, <laughs> I love how the graveyard shift was the first one, and then compliments. I, I was just—it was so—it's so impressive to me. Chrissy Teigen follows Gar yeah, on Twitter. Chrissy what? Yes, yeah, she quoted no. mutual followers. That just got a no. Look at that. I had a tweet that went viral last summer. We got and Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper right here. And she quoted my tweet. And she follows and she him. Followed me. He can direct oh. message her. Yeah. No. And she'll see it immediately. Chrissy yeah. Teigen. Yeah. No way. Chrissy Teigen fucking stinks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about my BFF right there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Noah. She, she does. She doesn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. Except be amazing. Oh, I'm Chrissy Teigen. And I, she I married a talented person and I cook. Look and at I me. I do, I do everything every other person does, but funny. I got big old titties, so everyone thinks I'm how funny about, now. How about her on the. What's the celebrity sing off called? What's it called? It's like Rap Battle or Lip Sync Battle. Sync, yeah. So. She, what is, I said it what is her job in that show? Chrissy Teigen. She literally no, she's not. She stands up on a balcony with her tits out and dances. She'll literally just be like, hey. she'll tweet something like, "Oh, I hate lines. I hate waiting in line at Target." People are like, "Oh my God, Chrissy Teigen goes to Target. How relatable!" Like, oh, she's like, oh, you know what? I hate I. I, I like hate it. I hate when smoke's in the air. It's hard to breathe. Like oh, she breathes the same air as us. Oh my god, Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> my friend. You're All right, more hype on Gar. Though. So that's what you really need to sell. His three selling points is able to stay up all the time. Okay. Able to stay up all the time. Right. Great head of hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Chrissy Teigen, mm -hmm. personal friend. I don't smell. And he, he doesn't smell. Okay. Got clean piss. He's got clean piss. So like, if your friends need drug tests, yeah. he's yeah. he's the guy. All oh, my drugs. friends are just really bad. <laughs> yeah. Just don't use, you know, and don't um, phrase it that way. But I would say I don't use piss. Drugs. I would like clean piss better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, solid guy. Nice. So, so you got anybody in mind? Job. You got any oh, single friends? Look, I need some weaknesses here. Like no one's perfect, dude. Weaknesses. What are some weaknesses for Michael Gar? Uh, music. Yeah, music preference. Yeah. Music taste of a teenage girl. Wait, I got another strength. Michael Michael Gar knows everything about every president ever. Yeah. Like a lot. Sure, that's a, that's, that's a very good first date. If you have any friends who love that. US presidents, that's his actually his Tinder profile is literally just a picture of Abraham Lincoln. And it's just facts about Abraham Lincoln. What's his what's his birthday? Abraham Lincoln? Uh February. Twelve? Nope. <laughs> oh! Uh, is it February 22nd? Mm -mm. What is it? Mm -mm. 13th? 
It's not the 13th. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's the same day as my as my sister's. Or maybe it is the 12th. It's the 12th. If Inter- you're going to question yeah. Gar, Inter- Garcia, you just come at the Bur- king. Here's, here's you better the not thing. miss. Here's the other thing. I'm very good at remembering birthdays of like my friends and stuff. He's if you tell me your birthday. When's you my could, birthday? You could uh, March 16th. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Um, you are, yeah, just, I don't know. So I just looked it up. Gar is right. He was born February 12th, 1809. Yeah. It's a catch. He has a full-time job with benefits. Uh With benefits. So (laughs) if you look I know the pay is really good there. Well, no. Well, hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. So he also has this side hustle, too. uh, He has this side hustle. So he's making money from this. And Um, What was I going to say? Happy birthday, George Bush Sr. today. Today's his birthday, so... Follow my Twitter page. Mad as how impressive Gar is. Pour one out. Pour one out for senior. <laughs> so, you got any friends that you think? No, what's I your had tell one me your mine. birthday so I don't... So 16th of April. April 16th. I'm, I'm a month older than you. Okay. Nice. Yeah. There I can go. tell. Yeah. I, I birthday? Like uh, December 20th. That's easy. Oh, that sucks. Why? Because you only get five days in between Christmas. Thank you. That's right. Here's the thing. Great. I love it. Okay, yeah. now that we're talking... I know we're getting real off topic. Come back in exactly one year. What's the first day of winter, guys? It's December uh, Don't 20... say it. No, don't. December don't. 21st. The intern's bossing me. So is her birthday a winter birthday or not? Probably not. It sounds like you're a fall baby. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Tony. <laughs> like gotta break up here soon. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so, so Gar, those are, those are my so things. the bachelorette is fixed. Um, <laughs> what was the second topic? Lady Gaga cucked. Bradley Cooper's wife and and Gar is gonna be dicking down all your friends all summer long. So clean piss. Yeah, clean piss. He's gonna be making out with them. Like, hold on, I wasn't done telling you about Andrew Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna be like taking his shirt off. Wait, you don't want to know more about Miller Fillmore? (laughs) I got this really cool fact about Grover Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> all right, Gar, who are you going to give your hands to? Besides putting your hands all over her friends um, or something. Oh! Hey, hey, hey. hey. hey uh, no, about I'm giving my hands to the guy who sent me his uh, foot. Yep. And, um, <laughs> I gave out my number in the last episode, which was my choice. So you can give that to your friends. And then, um, what, okay. Yeah. Last episode. Um, and I don't want to give, you know, I don't, I don't want to say I'm upset, but I'm confused. You know, I'm a little <laughs> freaked out. Um, but I asked for it, I guess, when I gave out my number. That's what you do. Yeah. What I'm more confused about is this apparently Austin, Texas phone number <laughs> that sent me a Spider-Man meme, but it's so it's the classic one of where the two Spider-Mans are looking at each other. Everyone's seen that. But this one has like two more upside down Spider-Mans to go along with it. And it's the letter B and the letter B <laughs> and D and Q, I guess. I guess you can make an argument that's a Q. And I guess they're, the joke is they all look alike. They're all the I, same thing, well, just flipped. That's not funny. I, well, not one a, of our listeners is like, really hurt now. Though. Yeah, now they're pissed <laughs> that off. That was really rude. Well, now Texas isn't going to listen to us anymore. <laughs> well, okay. That's okay. So, so, I don't know, so, that, so those are my hands. Okay. The I guess. Foot, the foot. My hands are more like, not close fists, more like, like what do you... Like palms of the sky. Yeah. I'm assuming you told me what crow's eye would probably be one of the people... That would send the send. foot. I'm, I'm assuming this guy, yeah. The, I'm yeah, the foot's the, really interesting. Is that a Pittsburgh number, the one who sent the foot? Yeah. Seven, 724. Yeah. All right, yeah, we won't say the rest. But yeah, so yeah. 
It's a what a foot and too! A foot. And it says random. Hell of a foot. No, the, car- no the carpet. On the, foot? the carpet behind There's it no is kind of nice. Foot. It kind of looks, looks like my. It has one short, big toenail. Yeah, it's a little too short for my. Little, yeah, you know, really cut foot analytics here. So, hairless foot. A hairless foot. So is it a woman? I hope. No, I hope that's foot. not a woman's foot. If that is. You need to I shouldn't say Speaking that. of which, intern Christina. That yeah, that was fucking rude yes. as hell. <laughs> um, so we're always looking to make more money for this no. podcast. Would you be interested if we could set it up to sell pictures of your feet? So we could... Yes. You want you in on that? Oh, yes. I would sell my foot in a heartbeat. Okay. Not my foot. A picture of my foot. <laughs> An actual foot. Let's see. I let's see these it. feet. No, I wouldn't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we need a pedicure. <laughs> all right. So that's all we got. Um, so your responsibilities to yes. clear up foot pics, Perfect. getting Gar a girlfriend, awesome. um, and social media. Yeah. Liking our stuff. Liking oh, our yeah. stuff. Just, yeah. Like a lot of work, a lot yeah. of work. Can't back out. Uh, Blank. and, uh, so that's your final thoughts. I'll round them up for you. Also, uh, this won't give you any college credit. No. Yeah. Nothing. Like that. It's not paid. Definitely yeah. not going to get me anywhere in life, but and, maybe yeah. a boyfriend. Um, I want to put we'll it on your resume. That. I want to put it on your resume because yeah. jobs aren't going to be pleased. Yeah. Watch this blow up. Well, if it does. And then. she'll be sitting there thinking, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. there when. I was yeah. our first. That was, I was our first the, intern, the, yeah. I was sitting in the old studio. Yeah. Perfect. All right, Tony, final thoughts? You haven't given your no doubters. I sure haven't because <laughs> uh, they're just going to go one and one. <laughs> so I feel like there's. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm really. I'm really coming at the system here because I just feel like I'm. I'm trapped in um, Groundhog Day, <laughs> where yeah, I'm 36, 36 in one tie. So I'm literally can't can't get good, can't get bad. So I'm gonna go with the Pirates money line on Thursday. Joe Musgrove redemption. Uh, but that will be my loss, and then I'm gonna go Warriors <laughs> minus two and a half at home for my win. And we'll we'll see you next time when I'm 37, 37 and one. Tony, <laughs> final thoughts this time. Uh, final thoughts would be I'm excited for the Pirates to come back home and for you to get your ice cream because the Pirates are dead. Yeah, they're 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 deceased. That's they're, my final thoughts yep. for today. All right. Chris Archer, four home runs in one inning last night. <laughs> Five altogether. Yep. <laughs> Uh, final thoughts. Um, shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team. Yeah. Nice, Thir- nice team to nothing. Spot. Nice little 13 spot. Pay these women. And uh, Pay them. Sh- shout out to me. I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. So Damn. Nice. Vegas, D.C., and yeah. Bellevue. Bellevue. Nice. So actually, cool stat about the women's soccer team. Uh, they scored 13 in one game. The men's team has scored 13 goals in, like in a matter of 300 world. days. Yeah. They well, said last, like, three World Cups combined, yeah. too, I think. They, yeah, but it was, like, the national team, like, even in their friendlies and stuff, they haven't yeah. scored 13 goals in, like, right. last year. Yeah. It's insane. So, cool. So, cool yeah. stat. Yeah. Men's soccer sucks. Alex Morgan so. is just the best. Yeah. yeah. Very easy Fav- on the eyes. Favorite yeah. athlete. Again, I'm a con- <laughs> character over overlooks, Tony, but... I would never judge someone on their appearance. So Alex Morgan, just very good-looking soccer player as far as her abilities and her personality. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's how we round up the show. You're going to Vegas, you're going to D.C., and I have my best buddy having a sleepover here tonight. <laughs> nice. Because we're going to get drunk in my apartment and watch Game nice. 7 and then watch the basketball game tomorrow. And we're just going to hang out all day, I guess. Maybe watch Bachelorette. <laughs> My girlfriend's on vacation, and all my friends are going away, so I don't have anything to do. Um, be sure to follow us on social media at UandoPod. 
Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Underpaid and Overrated. Like, rate, subscribe, share, uh, and we will see you next time here on Underpaid and Overrated.